International Correspondence on Summer Breakfast. And Richard Arnold, good morning. Tim, good morning to you. So the US uh, now requiring negative COVID tests for people arriving from China. Yeah, as they say in sports, it's like deja vu all over again, right? <laughs> Thanks to Yogi Berra for that saying. But uh, the US is to require travellers from China to show a negative COVID test within two days of any travel to this country. Uh, this renewed requirement will start at the beginning of January. You know, we don't really have uh, a grip on the scale of the COVID resurgence in China, where they switch policy, as we know, uh, instead of uh, requiring... Uh, isolation for um, uh, people who tested positive for COVID and so now uh, they are not really giving an accounting of the number of cases that they're seeing. All that we do know is that there seem to be extensively increasing numbers in hospitals there and a, a serious problem of flight. Uh, out of uh, China recently found that half the people traveling uh, had tested positive for COVID-19 as well. So it's a new issue showing once again that this uh, concern is far from being dealt with. Yeah, I think it's the lack of transparency, isn't it, that was one of the issues mentioned by the Biden administration. No transparency at all. Yeah. And this new requirement from the US comes as Japan and India also have announced uh, COVID-19 measures for uh, travellers from that area. So I think we're going to see a lot of people, maybe in New Zealand as well, we'll mm. see what happens there, <laughs> uh, reviewing the uh, the policies because this is ever-changing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and uh, airport disasters still happening in the US. Yeah. When will it end? Uh, the airports here still are a nightmare. Travellers stuck because of cancelled flights. Uh, due to the uh, massive storms that we've had and trying to get home following the, the holiday period, they're facing lots and lots of challenges. Understatement. Uh, Southwest Airlines uh, has had the most trouble uh, and has cancelled another round of flights just this morning. 2,300 additional flights canned. As they say, they hope to return to something like normal by this coming weekend. So <laughs> let me uh, bring out the calculator. That amounts yeah. to almost a week of uh, delays for some folks. In all, they've cancelled more than 13,000 flights because of the storms and the collapse of their ageing infrastructure as a result, uh, coupled with their point-to-point -point flight system, which makes them more vulnerable than competitors that have a, a flight a hub system. It says Ryan Green, one of Southwest's bosses today. My personal apology is the first step of making things right after many plans changed and experiences fell short of your expectations of us. Well, got that last bit right. Uh, many people have missed events and connections, holidays ruined, even weddings missed. Thanks very much, right? Yeah. Uh, passengers have been left in chaos. Many have no luggage. Their bags were flown out, but, you know, they weren't. Uh, they've been left scouring around for places to stay in the interim. Uh, when flights were cancelled from one airport, the security police actually threatened to arrest passengers since they no longer had valid tickets, so they couldn't remain in security areas. Uh, there's bureaucracy for you, says one security official. If you don't have a valid ticket and you're on the security side, they refuse to leave, you will be arrested. So, kicked out on the streets. Wow. Uh, one passenger calls the situation... Our first experience to where things were really out of control. Yeah, the airlines say they will try to reimburse people. But how much, thank you? The other airlines that are flying are being accused of gouging people with last-minute tickets, if there are any. Uh, one woman says her original flight out of Boston was cancelled and she was rebooked uh, with Southwest for later in the holiday week. 
but thought that flight might be cancelled as well. So she bought a ticket on a rival airline at a price of more than a thousand bucks. Price gouging, she says. Meantime, a warm-up is underway in Buffalo in New York state where many of the storm fatalities have occurred. We still don't have final casualty numbers, but some of the dead were found frozen in their cars. Others were in snowbanks outdoors. Niagara Falls has taken on a new look as well in that part of the country. The main uh, section of the falls is frozen. While in Denver, another snowstorm has hit Denver today in Colorado and shut down part of a major highway out of the city. So that has trapped a lot of cars in a blizzard. Scores of cars and trucks were stranded across an eight-kilometre stretch of the roadway there. Some people trapped for as long as 10 hours. Just dreadful. Um, Now there's a a full investigation into this guy, uh, this lying Republican, uh, George Santos. He's a piece of work, isn't he? Uh, he seems to be. Of course, uh, there were a whole list of things that he uh, he uh, claimed he wasn't um, quite forthcoming about, right? Including the fact that uh, he claimed that uh, he was uh, of a Jewish background and that uh, some of his family members had perished in the Holocaust. Turned out that uh, he's Catholic and uh, a lot of uh, aspects of that story are incorrect. Uh, and so he is drawing a lot of flack meantime. Uh, further... <laughs> accusations are being levelled. It appears that a couple of years ago he was earning about $55,000 a year in salary and then during his election campaign he, re- he uh, recounted that he had assets of somewhere between 2 to $11 million. Where did the money come from is the question and so now investigators are taking a closer look at all of that. Wow, uh, how entertaining. <laughs> Thanks very much, uh, Richard. That's Richard Arnold, the uh, our US correspondent.